Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to thank the Lord that I'm here to bless you again into this wonderful program. This is Freedom Streams program whereby through the word of God we are flowing the living Christ towards you to enjoy. And in this way we are dispensing whatever God is in Christ and as the spirit in us for our enjoyment and experience i once again want to appreciate you that is always coming back to listen and even those that are inviting me your friends and even those that are sharing our platforms god bless you i want also to encourage you to uh, use our application freedom experience app you'll find a lot of features for you to enjoy and experience christ with us now uh, those of you that are not able to use our application, always visit our website at freedomexperienceministry.org. We soon trust God to bring our application in Apple Store. But before even we do that, we have some podcasts that even Apple can uh, access. Those of iPhones, with the Apple podcast, you can find our teachings still so that you may at least enjoy us. We have radio programs, rather radio stations, we are able to minister and even TV stations where we are able to minister Freedom Experience TV and also Freedom Experience Radio. These are all found on our websites and on our applications. You need to visit them for uh, so that you may see what is going on there. Uh, I'm, I want to continue with our teaching. This is our um, long series that is talking about God's New Testament economy. By now we are looking at God's work. What was God doing? So what he was doing in the eternity past and now we have been seeing what God was doing in the old dispensation. And we have seen so far he was busy doing something. We discovered previously that this God was number one uh, in, in the old creation. He was dealing with a uh, uh, the creation of the heavens and the earth and then after creating the old uh, the earth then he went on to after determining and creating uh, the boundaries rather the earth he went on to create and determined mankind's appointed seasons and boundaries of dwelling and later on he went on to deal with the fallen mankind Adam to Noah and here we want to continue to find out what happened next in God's work in the old dispensation. Now it brings us to today's teaching. This is episode 52. And I know that uh, we are going to continue. Consider further God's work in the old dispensation. Now, in, in his old administrative arrangement, which is his economy, God was busy working out and doing a great work. And we shall continue with number four, which is the work of calling Abraham, the father of the chosen race, out of the idolatrous generation. Now, in his testimony for the Jewish religionists, we remember in the book of Acts chapter 7 that Stephen spoke concerning God is calling Abraham, the father of the chosen race, out of the idolatrous generation. The Bible says in Acts chapter 7 verse 2 and 3 it says that the God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran. 
and said unto him go out of the land and from your relatives and come into the land which I will show you so Abraham was called by God Adam was the father and the head of the created race but Abraham was the father and the head of the called race as recorded in Genesis the history of created race concluded in the building up of the tower and the city of Babel that is in Genesis 11 now you see that names of idols were written on this tower indicating that they created the created race had given up on God and they had turned to idolatry then God came in to call Abraham calling him out of the idolatrous generation now according to Acts chapter 7 where we have just read God called Abraham out of his land and from his relatives now by the time God called Abraham mankind forsaken had forsaken God man's forsaking of God was signified by his building a city for protection that's when they built the tower of Babel And furthermore we see that man had built even a tower after building a city he built a tower as a sign of self exaltation he said we shall build a tower and we own and gain ourselves a name furthermore mankind had turned from god to idols abraham therefore was called out of an idolatrous generation So, the calling of Abraham was originated by God himself. It was not initiated by the called one. Although Abraham was the father of the called race, the calling did not originate with him. One day, while he was in Mesopotamia worshiping other gods, now that one you can see Joshua chapter 24 verses 2. God appeared to him and called him God was the originator of the calling of Abraham. The same applies to us today. Some of us we say that no one preached to me the gospel. I just got saved. No. God is the initiator of that salvation. You cannot say that no one. So although God's calling of Abraham took place in time, something prior to that God's selection took place in eternity past. So before the foundation of the world God selected Abraham and also predestinated him then in time while Abraham was still worshiping other gods having no thought that he would be called by God God appeared to him He appeared to him as a god of glory and called him Now we see that it was god of glory that appeared to Abraham God's glory was a great attraction to Abraham and it separated him from idolatrous generation and to God. Now this appearing strengthened Abraham to accept God's calling because God appeared in his glory. According to Abraham's situation in Mesopotamia without the attraction and encouragement of God's glory it would not have been possible for Abraham to accept God's calling. The same applies to us. Sometimes God 
will have to manifest in his glory or to do a miracle or to do something that is going to blow your mind and you say I should get saved see a God of glory appeared to him and transfused himself into him that he answered God's calling it is always like that God first enters into us cause us to believe in him then he enters in our spirit so God did not appear to Abraham without speaking to him when he came to Abraham he called him calling means speaking according to act 7 verse 3 the God of glory said to Abraham go out of your land and from your relatives and come into the land which I will show you it was God is speaking to Abraham such a speaking should have also enabled him to accept God's calling it's not only the glory that you are going to see it's also a need of speaking or a preaching of God's word for someone to believe and receive and answer the call so God's calling signifies a new beginning when God created man there was a beginning but the man God created for himself became fallen and forsook God therefore God came in to call out Abraham that he might have a new beginning so at that time of his calling out of Abraham God began to have a new beginning with this chosen and called out one God's calling also signifies a transfer of race. God's new beginning with man through his calling is a transfer of race. God's calling of Abraham meant that he had given up the race of Adam, created race. And he had chosen Abraham with his descendants as the new race to be his people for the fulfilling of his eternal purpose. And this was a transfer from the created Adamic race to the called Abrahamic race. This we find in Galatians chapter 3 verse 7 to 9 and verse 14. I want to read for you those few verses. Bible talks about uh, his work in Galatians 3 7 to 9. It says that No, therefore that they are that they that are of faith same are sons of Abraham. The scriptures were seeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand unto Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, they that are of faith are blessed with the faithful Abraham. Now we see that here we see that Abraham was preached unto. And verse 14 says that that upon the Gentiles might come the blessing of Abraham in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. When we come to Romans chapter 4, verses 16, we still see Abraham. The Bible says in verse 16 that, For this cause it is of faith that it might be by grace might be according to grace to the end that the promise may be sure to all the seed not to that only which is of the law but of to that also which is of faith 
of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Praise the name of Jesus. So we see that it was of faith. And verse 17 says that as it is written, father of many nations have I made thee. Before him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead. He says he gives life to the dead and calls those things that are not as though they were. Praise the name of Jesus. He gives life to the He quickens and he quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they are. Praise the name of Jesus. So when we were, when we say that God is calling is a new beginning, we need to understand that this new beginning is a transfer of race. God's intention in calling Abraham was to bring him back himself as the tree of life. According to Genesis 1, Man was always positioned before the tree of life. But when sin came, man was uh, chased away from the tree of life. Man forsakes God. But when God comes for Abraham, he is now calling Abraham to come back, to receive from him as the tree of life. Man was not, create, was not only created by God, but also he was created for God and to God man might express God's image and exercise his dominion. In Genesis chapter 2, God was represented by the tree of life in the garden of Eden. And the fact that man created by God was placed in front of the tree of life indicates that man should continually eat from this tree. Man needed to come to God contact God and to have God transfused into him by eating. We see that man, however, failed to do this and he instead he went to the wrong source. He went to the tree of knowledge. And as a result, the man who was made to God and away from God. And this is the meaning of man's fall to turn away from God. Even as today, there is a way we are failing is the way we enter the fall by turning away from God and this uh, this word and we go following our concepts and even our own gods is the name of Jesus so God appeared to call Abraham out of such a fallen condition this means that God wanted to bring man back to himself when God called Abraham out of Mesopotamia, his intention was to bring him back to himself. In calling Abraham, God was bringing him back to the tree of life. When God appeared to him, he was the appearing of the tree of life. That was the appearing of the tree of life again. Now, as Abraham spent time in the presence of God, he began to enjoy the tree of life. Every time this happens, God's essence was transfused into him. Whenever Abraham was enjoying God, maybe in prayer, because he had learned to build altars, he learned to pray. And as was before God, as the tree of life, he was enjoying him. And every time this happened, God's essence and the divine elements were transfused into him. And 
in this way God trained Abraham to be totally transfused and permeated with God and to no longer act by himself that God may be everything to him. The same applies to us. Praise God takes us into series of things to train us something. Wants us to surrender, to come to him, to allow him to infuse himself, to permeate us with himself so that we no longer live or act according to ourselves to take God as everything in our life. Praise the name of the Lord. So, we are going to continue with another work that God was doing in the old dispensation, which is number five. God went on to work to promise Abraham that through his seed, Christ, the blessing of the gospel would come to all the family, to all the families of the earth. That was another work that God the Father was busy doing. He was promising Abraham as part of his work in the old dispensation. God promised Abraham that through his seed, Christ, the blessing of the gospel would come to all the families of the earth. Galatians chapter 3 verse 8 says, the scriptures are foreseen that God would justify nations by faith preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham. In you all the nations shall be blessed. When we come to Galatians 3.14 Paul goes on to say in order that the blessing of Abraham might come to the nations in Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Then when we come to verse 16 Paul continues to say to Abraham we are the promises spoken to his seed. It does not say unto his seeds, to the seeds as concerning many, but as concerning one unto your seed who is Christ. So because verse 14 combines the promise of the Spirit with the blessing of Abraham, this verse is so important. The blessing of Abraham is the blessing promised by God to Abraham. That blessing he told him in Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. It was for all the nations of the earth. And this promise was fulfilled and this promise has come to the nations in Christ Jesus. Through his redemption by the cross. This is how the blessing promised Abraham has reached the nations. When Christ went on the cross, redeemed us by the cross so that the blessing the promise which is the Holy Spirit comes to all of us. So the context of verse 14 indicates that the Spirit is the blessing God promised to Abraham for all the nations and which has been received by the believers through faith in Christ. So the Spirit has been the blessing that God promised Abraham. It was not something material. Now this Spirit is the multiple Spirit and is actually God himself processed in his trinity through incarnation, through crucifixion, through resurrection, through ascension and descension. For us to receive as our life and our everything and our life supply. This is the promise, the spirit of God. He is God himself processed 
into his trinity that he might enter us that we may have life and everything we need for life and godliness so the physical aspect of the blessing God promised to Abraham was that good land that was the physical aspect Genesis 12:7 Bible says because most of us we see only physical land that that was the promise God had given Abraham the Bible says and God the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said unto thy seed will I give this land and there he builded he an altar to the Lord who appeared unto him even in in Genesis chapter 13 verses 15 the bible says Genesis 13:15 again God comes back and says for the land which you as you see to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever now you see that this was another aspect a physical aspect in the physical God gave him the land as the promise in the spiritual, the blessing was the spirit that is able to reach to the entire nations. Last, the land is in Palestine. It cannot reach Uganda. But the spirit has been a blessing, has been a promise that is given to the entire nations. When you come to Genesis 17, verse 8, still also talks about the same. And I'll give unto you and to thy seed after you, land where you are a stranger, or the land of Canaan, an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. So when we come to Genesis 26, verse 3 to 4, Abraham is now dead, and Isaac is now living. Bible says uh, in verses 3. Abraham was planning, rather, Isaac was planning to forsake the land because he hasn't even heard God speaking. But Genesis 26 verse 3 says, So John in this land, Lord told him, Remain in this land and I'll be with you. I'll bless you for unto you and unto your seed I'll give all these countries. Thou perform, says, I'll perform the oath which I swear and to Abraham your father I will make your seed to multiply as the stars of heaven and I will give unto you thy seed all these countries and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed Lord comes back to Isaac to assure him that there is a promise and there is an oath between his father and God himself so this physical aspect which is the good land is also a type of the all-inclusive Christ. So, when you come to Colossians 1, 12, you see that Christ is our portion that we inherit. Just as Abraham received the land as his portion. Bible says in Colossians 1, 12, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Even us in the in Christ, we have received Him as our portion. The proper rendering would be uh, the Derby translation that gives a, that says, "Giving thanks to the Father who has made us fit for sharing the portion of the saints in the light." So each one of us has received Christ as our portion, as our good land. 
as our inheritance. And because Christ is eventually realized as the all-inclusive life-giving spirit, that is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 45 and in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17, the Lord is that spirit. So, he has been realized as the blessing of the promised spirit. And this blessing of the promised spirit corresponds to the blessing of the promised land. So, we see that actually the spirit as the realization of Christ in our experience that is subjective knowledge is the good land as the source of God's bountiful supply us to enjoy. Now, you should know that today, Jesus Christ is realized as the Spirit. The Spirit realizes Christ, brings Christ into reality to us. So the Lord becomes that Spirit. Because the Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, is the reality of Christ. For our experience and for our subjective knowledge that is to, to, to make Christ be part of us as a good land as the source of God's bountiful supply for us to enjoy so the question is what kind of spirit could be the blessing God promised to Abraham what spirit could be the all inclusive blessing which is Christ as the land it must be the spirit all-inclusive, life-giving spirit. Now, Paul's word concerning the spirit should remain in us and should remind us. Bible says in John chapter 7 verse 39, the spirit was not yet because Jesus was not yet glorified. This is John. is quoting for us. Jesus was calling people that were thirsty to come and drink. He says, I'll give you the waters. It was a promise before Jesus' death. And John 7.39 says that he was speaking of the Spirit. The water he was to give was the Spirit. He says that because he was not yet glorified, the Spirit was not yet. In other words, Jesus had not yet turned to become the Spirit for them to drink. Now, the Spirit in Galatians 3.14 and John 7.39 is the ultimate expression of the triune God. When we said the Spirit, we are talking about the Father, Son, and the Spirit as the Spirit. And the Spirit did not the processed God. When you find the word the Spirit in the Bible, it means the processed God. God who has gone through all the processes. The Father being the source the Son of God, as the cause, was incarnated, lived on earth, was crucified, and was resurrected. Now, incarnation, crucifixion, and resurrection are all aspects of a process. And in resurrection, Christ, the last Adam, became the life-giving spirit. No doubt the life-giving spirit is the very spirit gives life. This spirit is the ultimate consummation of the processed God and as the good land is an all-inclusive type of Christ. 
and as Christ who is the embodiment of the triune God. That is in Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. He has now become the spirit. So the spirit, the all-inclusive spirit as the processed God is eventually the good land to us. To possess, to inherit, to enjoy, and to dwell in. The New Testament believers today as the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham that all the nations of the earth would be blessed in him. So the spirit is our possession, is our promise, is our blessing, and is our good land. Praise the name of Jesus. So now you see how it is working. Now in Galatians 3.14, the blessing of the promise is the spirit. And in Galatians 3.16, the promises were made to Abraham's seed, which is Christ. Now, on the one hand, the Spirit is the all-inclusive Christ. And on the other hand, the Spirit is the blessing of the promise. Was uh, The Spirit as the blessing of the promise was given to Christ as the seed. When we believed in the Lord Jesus, we received him as the seed and as life. So this seed is the all-inclusive life-giving spirit, the reality of the good land. So the Christ whom we received as the seed is the spirit typified by the good land. Christ came into us as the seed. But as we live by Christ, becomes the land, the all-inclusive spirit, which is our portion. Remember, the Bible says in Psalm 16 verse 5, Lord is my portion, the portion of my inheritance. So this is the fulfillment of God's word in promising Abraham that through his seed the blessing of the gospel would come to all the families of the earth. I want to stop here. My time is up. The Lord bless you. We shall continue next time. God bless you. <music>